The following program is a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program. Hello, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to Silent Voices, Strong Voices. My name is Jose Prieto, and this is my name sign. And I am deaf. I was born in Mexico, moved here to the United States, here in El Paso, was raised here. And these are the panelists. And go ahead, we'll start off with you. Hello. My name is Belen. Last name Rico. I was born deaf and I grew up here in El Paso. I am an instructor at El Paso Community College where I teach American Sign Language. Hi. I'm Joan Vara. I was born and raised here. I am also was born deaf. I attend to Utah. Hello, I am Alma Pizarro. My sign name is an A next to my mouth. And I represent the deaf community here in El Paso since many years ago by now. I really advocate for them. I support them, my deaf community here. I born in California. Then I moved here in El Paso when I was a little girl. Okay, so today we're going to be discussing some of the important topics about the deaf community here and having the panel answer some of these questions. We have the topic of video remote interpreting, VRI. Is it good? Is it bad? What are your thoughts on video remote interpreting? Anybody Um, want to answer? Go ahead. Uh, Well, me, um, I had a negative experience. I really don't like VRI. So I had surgery and um, shoulder surgery in 2019. So they brought the iPad with the VRI. It kept on freezing. I couldn't understand. So I didn't want to depend on my mom or family. I really needed a face-to-face interpreter, a person, you know, so I find it a negative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From my experience not too long ago, I had an unfortunate experience at the hospital back in March. I was feeling really dizzy and I tried to ask the doctor to provide an interpreter, but he refused. And when they brought in the the VRI, I, I couldn't understand it. It was buffering a lot. So the signs were not the same as mine. So sometimes I didn't understand what they were telling me. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm so agree with you because the video VRI, the remote interpreter, it's not easy. It's not because some people like, some don't, you know, depend on each of us, what we prefer. But VRI for me, in my experience, is the same as you. I went to emergency room, you know, they provide the VRI. They put the device there. There was buffering. The communication was getting worse and worse. Sometimes they just bring that iPad that was not working. They try to use an iPhone, you know, with this little camera. Mm-hmm. I can see anything. So can be negative also. But, well, for, for other people, it works. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it really, one time when I went to the hospital, in my mm-hmm. experience, I went to the emergency room because I had was, uh, my sciatica was really just I was in excruciating pain from it and they brought in the VRI uh, tablet and I was in so much pain I had no idea what was uh, what the VRI interpreter was saying because it was just something that I couldn't just Mm. handle it was just an awful experience Mm -hmm. for me and yeah you know finally after waiting for about an hour the uh, actual interpreter showed up and that was just a lot better we should just get rid of VRI (laughs) in general talking about religion just talking about religion anybody want to go ahead Bill in 
religion. Um, mm. Well, I go, I mean, well, yes, religiously, well, it's really open, you know, depending on us, what we prefer, if we go to the church, Catholic or Christian, you know, it's up to you, up to us. But, you know, a lot of church, they don't provide access to with the interpreters, you know. And sometimes the church just use volunteers, so they sign really yeah. basic. So it's a really it's a challenge to find mm -hmm. a church that has interpreters there that follow our religious. So it's a huge challenge. It is. Yeah, I I agree. It's really hard. I used to go to church for about five years, and there was no interpreter. It was more like a volunteer that would sometimes show up, and I would miss a lot of information. So it was really hard. Um, it was like a non-profit interpreter, but really as a volunteer. So wow. yeah, it's really hard for us. It's not fair that we yes. can't understand. Maybe mm. we want to get closer to God and we can't because there's no yeah. interpreter. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Uh, do I'm you agree. Anything about religion? Mm. Yeah. Um, once in a while when I go to church, I know the interpreters sign very English. And to be honest, I don't understand it very much. So, you know... They need more interpreting at church, more accommodations that match to what we need, ASL, PSE, whatever it is that uh, the consumer needs mm -hmm. at that moment. Yes. You know? Yeah. And also, again, you know, in mm. some of the scriptures that on the Bible, they are different depending on their religion. They are different, are not the same. And they're using a huge terminology that has to be translated with the concept you know, because it's not the same for all the religions. It's different concepts and meanings. So it's a challenge. So what I do, just pray God, thank God for everything what they gave me. And that's it. That is the most that I can do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm also religious. It's something I had an awful experience. I went to this one church and there was deaf people in the front row there. And the pastor was, you know, giving his sermon. And a lot of people were laughing. And I didn't mm. understand why they were uh, laughing. And it was a very straight English or very high functioning uh, deaf people. And so I kind of asked some of the deaf people there, why were they laughing? And the deaf person didn't understand. You know, I prefer to have direct sign language into uh, direct sign language as a ministry, whether it be straight English or C, it's not something I prefer. I prefer to have it from actual deaf person coming. That's just kind of like my uh, opinion mm -hmm. on it. So yeah. Plays and shows. Well, <clears throat> well, sure. Like, I never go to any play, you know, because they don't provide interpreter. They don't have access to that. So I have to call requesting for the interpreter. They are like, uh, uh, you know, where to get an interpreter or something like that. So you can bring your own family or you can bring a friend of you. So I really lost the interest and the motivation to go to any play since, I don't know, since God's no when. What about you? I agree. You? Yeah, I agree with you. Most places out in the community or if any events, there's no if there's no interpreter, what do we do? Just stay home, right? I don't really go to a lot of events. Not really. I'm out a lot for uh, softball tournaments, so I don't really go to events. But I have gone to places where they just don't provide interpreters. Unfortunately, we don't have the but same it, access it, as hearing you know, people I do. I went to a show one time, to a concert actually in Mexico, to go see Juan Gabriel. And oh my God, it was just such a wonderful experience. They had an interpreter standing on stage and he was singing away and he saw the interpreter doing their thing. And it was just amazing. But that was just one time, right? But 
often do we see that? Wait, wait, who? Oh, oh who was it? Who was the singer? Juan Gabriel. I always want to go to a concert. I really die for that because I love music. Even that I am deaf, I can perceive the music through vibration. So I'm curious, you know, just to see them in signing, to watch them. But I really miss everything because if I have to be reading the lyrics and the words here in my mm-hmm. hand, my phone, and then to match with the singer, mm-hmm. it's really hard. So mm-hmm. it's a challenge for me. So I don't go to any events. Maybe one day, hopefully. Right. I feel the same way. One day. I'd um, like to go to a concert. My favorite band is RBD, Shakira, and Pitbull. Cool. And also when they come, maybe one day. I'm going to join you. Yes. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> join you. Sure, let's get together. So come on. Now we're going to take a five-minute commercial break. to our podcast silent voices strong voices here we are going to continue with our topics and going to the topic of hospitals 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 Hospitals. Mm. from my experience they just don't want to provide an in-person interpreter like they just prefer to use the vris it's like this tablet thing, and I don't really like it. It doesn't fit me in my personal likes, but I would prefer an in-person interpreter who can move around and have those facial expressions because the VRI is just like a box that you're True. talking to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like recently, like I recently said, my, my VRI, the internet was crashing. It was freezing a lot. It was just very different. Yes, right. And you know, we are right. In hospitals, in general, it is a challenge. I mean, um, in my experience, recently happened. I went to the ER. I get there, and they were trying to contact the interpreter. They don't know what to do, where to get it. So then they were doing is like just asking me if I had my own interpreter, my family or a friend of mine. I was like, what? Hell no! I mean. I'm not going to bring my family or my own interpreter. You need to give me that access. So I was so frustrated. They were telling me, hold on, give me a second. I was so sick. I was not feeling good. And then it's like, okay, give me a second. Finally, they put this device that we are right. I, you know, they need to understand. I was not feeling good. I was so sick. I was laying down. I was not able to take the interpreter. So I was missing everything. So, you know. The hospitals need a lot of education. They need a lot. Especially they need to know about the ADA law. They need to understand that we, the deaf community, we have rights. They still are clueless mm-hmm. about that. Right? I know, right? You know, right? But see, some of the me- people in the medical field, they don't really care That's about it. the Americans with disabilities. Well. You know, they. some even doctors yeah. don't even know that ADA exists. Yeah. And they don't care for it. And I don't know why. Yes, yes, and it's really sad because a lot of our deaf community, they're feeling like um, 
well, it's, they're telling us like, too bad, you know, you need to bring your own interpreter. We cannot provide with anything. So sometimes we're feeling hopeless, like we don't know what so to do, sad. where to start it. You know, so we need to encourage our community. We need to support between each other. You know, we have rights. We have the right to have an interpreter. The ADL say it. And it's right there. And it's for sure. many, since many years ago, the law is there that they already approved it. So they need to provide us with a full access for communication because the law is already effective. So it's like we need a in-person interpreter because, you know, in sometimes with the remote interpreters, the access for language yeah, is not the same for all of us. We are not all the same. We right. have different levels mm -hmm. of understanding. Right. Some of us prefer English, sometimes prefer PCE, sometimes prefer ASL. We are so different. So it is, BRI is a challenge for us. You know, and also here locally in El Paso, most of the interpreters mm -hmm. actually fit the interpreter deaf person's needs. Like in BRI, they are not very local and they don't know a lot of the signing styles here as far as like the parameters <laughs> of a deaf person and their level of understanding and you know, some deaf people are just like mm -hmm. not understanding yeah. what's going on. It can be You're frustrating. Right. It's, true. it's always right. better to have El Paso interpreters go to these hospitals <clears throat> where the deaf people go. I agree. I agree with the local interpreters being a better option because with the VRI, it's different. They're all over the country in different states, and it's not all the same signing. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, mm -hmm. we yeah. agree just recently. Before, so I went to the hospital for shoulder surgery and they provided BRI, but like they kicked my mom out of there. <clears throat> my mom was out, so I needed to know what was going to happen. They told me to take out my hearing aids and I had a VRI. That wasn't a very good process for me and it just ended up delaying the process for my surgery. You know, I didn't know what to do. Where is the deaf accessibility? You need an in person interpreter. If they had already kicked out my mom, it shouldn't have been a problem to bring an interpreter in person. I prefer for somebody to come over here. I was in pain. I didn't want to be paying attention to the VRI. You know, they need an in-person right. interpreter. Yes, yes. And also one, just to add something, you know, it's really sad because sometimes the family is not a good person to interpret for us because that is a lot of information that is personal, confidential about my medical issues. You know, what if it's a bad news that it can be something bad, heartbroken for my family, or they think that it's going right. to hurt me mm -hmm. and they don't give me all the information. They are not that clear. So it's so much better if we have a professional person interpreted there that can sign everything, everything from A through Z. Also hospitals, like sometimes nurse will come and say, oh no, we don't need uh, in sign language interpreters. Just read my lips, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. The same yes, has happened yes, to yes, me. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Reading lips is something mm -hmm. that we just don't do. Uh, nope. I, yeah, I that's to. true. I refuse to do that. I agree. You know, mm -hmm. I'm hard of hearing Same. and I can read lips sometimes, but I prefer to have everything signed because if they come up with some long word or misunderstanding terminology, it's not easy for me to understand. Mm -hmm. Reading lips and, is not effective. I prefer signing. And also sometimes, you know, can be a lot of miscommunication because like, for example, let's say they say pat and bat. It's the same mouth movement between pat and bat. So which one it is? So we're trying mm -hmm. to guess. So that can secure all the messages so no it's not good right and also, i agree you know and also here in el paso a lot of the uh, anatomy of the body like prostate or um mm -hmm. colonoscopy right so a lot of deaf people do not understand what the what that means 
And it's always better to have a real life interpreter to actually expand and explain yes. what that is. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you. It's yeah. Great. And the interpreter can expand and explain in depth. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. And also we feel so much alleviate, so much calm, comfort with that communication because communication is the key for everything, That's right? right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, but most of the hospitals are still using VRI. I don't know why they're still yeah. using VRI. Unfortunately. And yeah. I hope these stories can help them to realize about our needs, that we need full access to yeah. interpreters, that VRI is not for all of us. Yeah. It's not the answer for everything. The person interpreters are. You know, like, for example, that it can help to reduce a lot of miscommunications comparing with the VRI, like, you know, keep in mind, VRI is not for everything because they are not from here. Those interpreters are not from El Paso, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so let's say, for example, if I spell a word like Mongwood or Yarbrough or something like that, those interpreters, they don't know what we're talking about. So it's like, oh, from here is like they are going to get it if I spell it. But if they are not from here, it's like, oh, let me spell it again. What? What did you say? Spell it again? Do you mind again? So it's going to be a lot of misunderstandings. It's going to be taking forever. Did you notice mm-hmm. that? How long it's taking? Mm-hmm. When we have interpreters from here, that goes really fast and smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Riviera really needs to, you know, leave. Like, we need I real wish. person interpreter. Riviera's yeah, got to go. I wish. Are we going to yeah. the comments yeah. on the Are next one? Sure. Right, so we'll sure. go on to the topic of our next. Uh, uh, what about TV captionings? Closed captioning on TVs. Mm-hmm. you guys well mm-hmm. TV captioning well this is a good way yes but still you need to keep in mind that the negative aspect of that is the speed it's like oh my god they are going so fast I'm not able to read everything so I'm missing a lot of information a lot of words so it's a lot of misunderstanding too and also what what could be you know what I prefer is to have the caption and having an interpreter signing Ooh, at the that same will be time nice. so nice. something yes. that would be so effective and it'd be easier for us to look at yeah yeah because not ev- not all deaf people have the same understanding of language right so some of the captions might be a bit hard for for them to understand whereas if they have the interpreter they can yeah, understand better prefer, yeah. it'd be better for the deaf community yeah. Yeah, sometimes I've noticed the closed captions, for example, in the NFL football games, you know, you're watching the game and then they throw a penalty or a flag and the captions are not really following what's happening with the game. So there's always a delay mm-hmm. of information. Yeah, yeah. You don't know they behind. Yet. And yes, and also when I notice some of my friends, they are hearing, they are like, oh, you know what? When they are reading the closed captioning, it's like doesn't match what the presenter yes. is saying. They are so off. Yeah. So it's like that, what that means that we are nothing. We are ignored because we are the deaf community. It's not fair. We need to have access to everything like you. You know, some deaf people here are like, oh, what is like, for example, COVID, right? What what was the understanding of COVID? Where did it come from? Did it come from China? Where did it come from? There was a lot of a lot of misexplanation there. Uh, example example for like the dosage of the vaccine right Need, things needed to be explained like does the government mandate the vaccine mm-hmm. you know, it's yes very hard. i remember that and right now we understand that you know deaf people like oh don't really need the vaccine because of that misunderstandings. yes yes that was so much better 
And, you know, especially with the news, you know, it's really important because we are having all the information so late True. and sometimes because other people are telling us because we don't know nothing about what yeah. is going on because we don't have access to the communication, like the news, like the internet, like this word captioning. So they need to go to the point, right? It's a challenge for us, for all, every single person here. We'll be nice if we can have the interpreter there half screen, you know, signing the news, you know, to understand, because sometimes when we see that small bubble, it's good, but why not to have a big space, the interpreter there and the screen, you know, Next to yeah, the presenter, that's, for that's let's say, you know, that will be nice. You know, it's that is means full access. But, you know, Why uh, not? More accessible for us. But yeah. You know, what's on, on the TV? Like it's so small, right? Having the interpreting the spot. Yes. Interpreting you know it. Is yeah. Very limited. Mm-hmm. We need something where they can expand and explore the actual language of sign language. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Any other comments or questions on no. this one here? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. what about movies? Close caption on movies. Oh yeah. I notice sometimes when I go get the the closed caption box, and then I'm looking at the. Oh, I like to have yeah. the actual have caption on the, on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the caption box having to yeah, adjust no. it, then just looking at it, I miss what That's the movie right. is going on. So mm-hmm. they're having to look at the caption box, look at the movie. That, yeah. It's a lot of back yeah, and forth. Really yes. Really yes. And also, you know, sometimes I notice the people that is sitting next to me just are looking at my box. So it's like, yeah, okay, too bad. I mean, bad. right? It's yeah. like, this is not your business. So yeah. if it's your problem, yeah, don't yeah, see like, it. You know, sometimes ahead. that is a problem, right? The captioning is right here while the movie is there. So I have to be yeah, looking. And then they are behind. So sometimes I just get rid of it. Follow yeah. the mind, yeah. the and movement. And sometimes and like I'm trying to maneuver my caption device because it's so bothersome. So I'm trying to like center it and I get tired. So then I rearrange it. Yes. I'm like, where am I going to put my drink? So yeah, it's you know. But yeah. see, see, watching the movie, we don't really need it, right? The caption box, if it's like the like the movie Fast Ten, it's a lot of action <laughs> and moving around. But if it's kind of like a ro- romance and drama, you right. do need the close yeah, caption. Well, the pen on the movie, but that is true. It would be nice. It would be cool to have it on the screen instead of having. But that you know, device. also before here in El Paso, we used to actually have a movie theater that provided the captioning on the movie, and the reason why is because a lot of hearing person would. Uh, impersonate themselves as a deaf person and they were not really deaf they're actually hearing and so they did away with that but in dallas every tuesday they have movies with closed captions on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all righty going on to the next topic here on the podcast we have uh actually we have breaking news going on uh here in september the last week of september we have deaf awareness week and we host different uh, every day of the last week. We host different yes. events. Yes, yes, I'm looking forward. We're I'm so excited. You know, Deaf Awareness Week is something that we host annually, and I think we're on our fifteenth year of hosting Deaf Awareness Week. Uh, and before we used to have it in October, we moved it to September mm-hmm. just because of the weather. And so, what do you think, Belen, about Deaf Awareness Week? I think honestly, it's awesome to be able to invite people to show them what the deaf community is and show them what the deaf world is. Um, also for, you know, for the hearing yeah, community to come and see us, well, students and their families who are hearing, you know, they can come and get together. And I honestly, it's just an awesome yes. opportunity. You know, and also some of my students where I work, you know, I encourage them to go to Deaf Awareness Week so that I actually learn different signs from the different people. And I tell them, go and observe the conversations. Don't be nervous. You know, it's always, you go up there and introduce yourself. 
don't be timid and say, oh, uh, my name is, and my sign name is, you know, and ask them, like, what are we doing tomorrow? Going to a movie? Invite them to eat somewhere so that you guys can actually learn and improve yes. your signing skills. That's, yes. what we, mm-hmm. that's the goal for Deaf Awareness Also, week. do not, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. And also, do you know, the Deaf Awareness Week is nationwide. It's all over the United States and it's getting big and big, but also we can emphasize how much you are going to learn about us, about the deaf culture, about our history, about, you know, what we are going through. So that everything what we are talking about, so any feedback with the hearing. Also, that week is very precious for us, for all of us. For We as a deaf community, we really care about that. Well, Join us. The community is like, you know, it'd be nice. Like I go to uh, um, the university and... I go out, of course, with like, you know, it's very nice to go see old friends and see new people, but it would also be nice to meet new people. So it would be nice for you so to come. So see you there. I uh, hope you all will join us for definitely. We're looking forward for you guys to come on over. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, also the interpreters. Interpreters, yes. Yes, come interpreters. And students to come and get together for mm-hmm. Awareness Week. Yep. And, uh, okay, thank you very thank much you. for watching our Thank podcast. you for watching. Yes, thank bye. you so much for watching thank us. You thank much. you, bye. The preceding program was a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program.